And what do you think about this? This is from Sarah. Okay. 509-441-0999. I ask you, the country music artist, the mainstream current country music artist that is the best when you're camping is the question we asked you. And she said this. She said, no music. As much uh, as I love nature. music. Yeah, as much as I love music and it's a huge part of my soul, I like listening to the birds and the streams and the rivers. Kevin, you nailed it. And I... I get that. That's a hard one to argue, Sarah. It is. That's a really hard she's one not to argue. Wrong. Yeah, she's not she's not wrong at all. I, I do love the mix. I think every now and then I love a little music at the campsite yeah. when you're all just kind of sitting around maybe in the afternoon. I like uh Jelly Roll said earlier today, music is a therapy for me. Yep. And camping is therapy, so why can't you put the two together at times? It, it, so I, I feel the power of both. Yeah, for sure. But Sarah, I think a lot of people would probably agree with you that no music camping is the right music. Yes. I would say the majority of the time I don't have music, nah. but it's not because I don't want it. It's because I will have forgotten like the speaker, the little well, tiny like yeah. pill box. Now or at night when it gets dark and you can hear all the animals and stuff. That's when I want my music so that I just can ignore the fact that there is a bear <laughs> close by. Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. A really good point. Slim, are you ready for it? Oh, we uh, said we'd finish it. Raider Dan says Eric Church, Kevin. Yeah, he's a good camping one. Eric Church, is he great camp music? Yeah. Okay. To me, you know, especially the slower stuff, the real get in your feels. Yeah. I, I think the camping music is a great time, Kevin, for the, the music you love. Yes. Very lyrically advanced songs are great camping. Because you've got time, if you hear the lyrics, you're in nature, you've got time to just let them sink in. Yeah. Like some of it, you learn the hard way, some of it. You should have cleaned the food up, some of it. The bear is eating us, some of it. Now you're dead. dead. (laughs) Yeah. That's great camp song, man. Some of it, you learn the hard way, now you're dead. Okay. The hardest way, man. Slim, are you ready for the top five Woody Harrelson movies? We discussed this earlier today, the fact that you and I both really, really love Woody Harrelson. Apparently, he's got a new movie out that is on Peacock uh, Peacock. called Champions. And he is a basketball coach in it. And it's got a 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10 on the text slide. So we were discussing the fact you and I both will give Woody Harrelson a pass and we'll try his movies out. Yeah, anything he's in, I will give a try because I just respect him that much as an actor. Yep. And so then I started looking at his movies and thought, well, let's put together the top five Woody Harrelson. And this list starts with a problem. And this is move. Is this all things he's been on, or just movies? Like, is Cheers nope. going to be allowed on this list? Movies it's true detective. Only. Okay. Sorry. That's movies fine. Movies only. That's Box fine. office only. Slim. I love this. And I'm going to tell you, we start the list with a major problem. It, okay. Number five, I have, but I need some help. So, at number so four. I will ask you this also: Is this a Kevin James list, or is this by money made or by uh-uh. ratings? This is me. It's it's my list, Slim. It's from my mind. Okay, but I have a caveat, and we'll get to that in a moment. So, this is a definitive list. Duh. This isn't any of these crappy. Uh, oh, highest review no, or no, no, highest no. grossing. This nope. is a definitive list. Number five on the list, Indecent Proposal. 
Okay, hang on, hang on. I'm betting that is a movie you haven't seen because I'm thinking it came out early 90s. You're probably, what, 12, 13 years old. It was a movie that was rated R. The Widmers, you were not watching that. I wasn't watching And then I could see it being one that you just never got around to watching. Is that... I actually don't know what it is, KJ. You're right. You're absolutely right on all the reasons you just said. So I I don't know what that movie is. That movie is, well, it's his fifth best movie of all time. What's the the theme? What's the gist? Oh, it's a premise that is something that can cause a lot of fights. Let me see if I can open it and get exactly the way they word it. Because my wording is just going to be somebody, okay, it's Richard Gere, I believe, and he's very rich. And he offers the richest a million dollars. I Robert believe. Redford is in this movie. Robert Redford, that's who it is. They offer Woody Harrelson a million dollars for one night with his wife. Oh my golly, it's not that. Yeah, that was not going to be watched in the Widmer proposal. House. It is a very indecent proposal. Is there any kind of murder or anything in this? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, happily married young couple have started their respective careers. She is a real estate broker. He is an architect. And then it all goes awry when a rich man joins with them and wants one night with the wife. And this is a Woody Harrelson movie I'm seeing with hair. This is a Woody, yep. Woody oh, yeah, Harrelson. A rare. Uh, Woody Harrelson, H-A-I-R. They, uh, they go through the recession. They hit hard times financially. They are desperate for money. What happens? The mysterious billionaire Robert Redford. It's been gives long him enough. One million dollars. It's been long enough. What happens? I can't remember. What? I actually don't remember the ending of that movie right now. Okay, number five. I mean, I have proposal. my hunch. Text us the ending. Someone send us the ending. Five zero nine four four one zero nine nine nine. The Was fact that I don't good? remember the movie means it probably shouldn't be number five. However, I just remember it really sticking out. That I liked Woody Harrelson. In okay, that. okay. So this might be more of a nod to Woody than it is to the movie. Hey, that's that's good. That speaks volumes. At number four, Slim, I have to have a caveat okay. and leave this spot open for a listener suggestion or a you suggestion because there are a couple of his movies that I haven't seen, like Zombieland, oh, so Natural good. Born Killers, uh, No Country for Old Men. I mean, mm. these are major movies. Uh, well, and I feel okay, like. Can I leave it open and throw one in after I hear your three? Because I don't want to ruin one of your top three. Okay. Because I have two right now in my head that have to be on the list. So if somebody has a spot that they think needs to be a movie that needs to be in that fourth spot, I'm willing to listen. Yes. And that's. I never do this. I'm usually pretty closed minded with my lists. But this one, because there's a couple good ones I haven't seen, I, I need to have a, an open spot. What Number an oppor- three. What an opportunity. Thank you for that. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I that's it's a Kevin. It's such a doggone good Woody Harrelson movie. It is again. It is dark, but oh my gosh, it is a movie that has stuck with me since the day you made me watch it, Slim. And I've never wanted to thank you more for telling me to watch a movie. Kevin, don't you feel like that is a movie where you are watching acting? That's a masterpiece. It's, oh my it, it's a, gosh! You just go. Oh, this is why. It got nominated for awards and won awards because it's different level. Yeah, you watch yeah. you watch Iron Man and go, why aren't you winning an Academy Award? And then you watch that. And you watch Three Billboards and you're like, ah, oh, I get it. I see. I don't want to get it, but I get it. Yeah. Uh, number two, Woody Harrelson movie of all time, Kingpin. Hey. 
Thank you, Kevin. Oh, thank you. I was worried. I was very worried you weren't going to have Kingpin on it. He is awesome in that movie. So good. And the number one Woody Harrelson movie of all time. Uh, this is I, I'm very interested. I thought you were going to have, I thought you were going to have three billboards up there. Uh, the fact you have I, King Benny, I forget the guy's last name, Roy, Roy, and I forget his last name. Oh man, what is his name? Oh no, Bernie McCracken, Roy Munson, Roy Munson. There it is. I, I just love that. You know, I love comedy the most, and because I love comedy, and the other thing I love so much. And they put them together. They did it beautifully in 1992. You did it right. Did it right. White men can't jump. Yeah, you did it right. He is. He is so great, Billy Hoyle. Ah, oh, Kevin. I mean, it is the reason I started wearing a backwards hat playing basketball. Okay. Yes. I, I mean, I do it now because I'm bald, and because one, I don't like being bald, but two, if I'm not, if we're playing oh, outside, dude, if scalp. I'm scalp, Kevin, if I'm playing outside Woo. and I'm not wearing a hat. My head looks like a tomato at the end of the day. But back in the 90s and early 2000s, I had hair, and I loved wearing the backwards hat because of Woody Harrelson in White Men Can't Jump. I'm looking at the Rotten Tomato on this right now. Oh, is it bad or Rotten good? Rotten Tomato scores 77%. Not great. The audience, only an 80% liked that movie. What? Really? Get out of here. How can that be only 80% liked that movie? That that really surprises me. Yeah, I, that that I just love that movie. Let's see how Kingpin did in that one. I'm gonna guess that it only 81 percent and a 49 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So I am a big Hunger Games guy, and he plays Hamish Abernathy in those okay, is movies. Is he a good role in that? Yeah, movie? Yeah, and I really like him in those movies, and I like oh, those. That's... But the text line was what you asked for, Kev. I did. And a movie called The Cowboy Way. Okay, I never saw that one. Me neither, but it has got the most vo- vote votes, the most votes followed by Zombieland. So right now, I think for the fourth spot, we we have not seen it. I bet you I'd love ca- the Cowboy Way. But the Cowboy Way is getting the most votes on the text line, so it's going to be the fourth best Woody Harrelson movie oh, of all time. Oh, another one I forgot about, Sneaky Good. I forgot he was in it. Anger Management, I like that one too. Wait, what is I forget who he is that in is Anger Management. That is the... Uh, I believe obviously well, he has an anger problem. Obviously Jack Nicholson and and, and Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler and then he's like the the kind of like the third guy in there. I Kevin I again he's I, sneaky again, I and forgot a, about him, yeah. In, that in, one. in a ton of movies. Uh someone else said Ed TV. I don't even know what that one is. So oh, shout out to Ed TV. Someone said Natural Born Killers. I don't know that movie. I just remember the cover is him with a shaved head and red yes. sunglasses. He looks but, awesome. Yeah, but I never saw that one. JK. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. The Jay and Kevin Show. It's a show for winners and losers. Kevin James. The 99.9 Jay and Kevin Show. (laughs) There it is. Home run. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. We have Chris Stapleton tickets to give away right now, and we're going to play a game for them. If you would like to play a movie game against Kevin, this is going to be your moment to shine. If you can beat Kevin in a quick movie game, you will win the tickets. If you cannot, we will give them away to a caller seven. But let's give someone a chance to win them straight up first, Kevin. A little movie game, the Rotten Tomatoes game. We have not played this in a while. I will uh, give. I love it. Yeah, I'll give you an actor or an actress, and you will both try to name me the highest rated 
movie by this person. The person that gives me, between you or the, the contestant, Kev, who yes. gives me the higher rated movie will get the point. And from the Rotten Tomato score, not the audience. Score. I will let you two knuckleheads choose. Ooh, Let's see. You're okay. knucklehead number one. Let's meet knucklehead number two. Hi, who's this? Robert. Robert, you are knucklehead number two. I will let you guys decide. Would you like to try to guess a movie that is higher rated by the audience or by the critics? Uh, audience. Okay, let's do Good audience answer. today. Because that's what we are, We're right? The We're the audience. It's easier this way. All right, so our first celebrity up for bids. And Robert, you can also determine who will go first each round, whether you want to go first or you want Kevin to go first. The first celebrity is Julia Roberts. The goal is to give me the higher rated by the audience on Rotten Tomatoes Julia Roberts movie. Robert, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, Kevin, go ahead and throw out a movie. Although I'm going to take the classic right off the bat. Okay. This is for my mom who loves this movie, even though the content's a little iffy, Mom. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, Kevin, made a lot of money. 1999, 1990s, Pretty Woman, a 68% From the on audience? Rotten Tomatoes. There is a lot of movies above it wow. that Robert has a chance to name. Robert, wow. can you give me a movie higher rated then, Pretty Woman. Oh, crumb. Uh, don't think I can. That was going to be my answer, too. It was Pretty Woman. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing? Nothing at all. Okay. And, Robert, unfortunately Aaron. for you, that is going to be a point for Kevin. Kevin, uh, and Pretty Woman is going to get you point number one. First to three is going to win. Aaron Brockovich, Kevin, How you were about to one? say it, 81%. Yeah. Ocean's yeah. 11 oh, was an 80%. Yeah. That was a really good oh, one. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we can go with this guy, and I'll let you either go first or second. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Robert, would you like to go first or second with an audience score for Tom Hanks? I'll go first. Okay. What movie would you like to start with? Uh, I guess Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. A 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Kevin, I'm going to tell you this. What Robert has done is he has put you in a very tough corner. I, I can't win. There is one movie that Tom Hanks has been in that has a higher rating from the audience than Forrest Gump. This One. Is, this is mean. Toy Story? Toy Story. Which one? Oh. You said Toy Story, Toy so I'm going to go with Toy Story. You said story. Toy Story. I did. I said the original. A 92%. That is lower. The only movie rated higher, and might, might be because it, it's newer, so it doesn't have as many reviews, yeah. is A Man Called Otto, his brand new one. I still haven't seen that, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. 97%. Forrest Gump is going to get Robert the point, though. Yeah, nicely done, Robert, right there. Well uh, so done. it's one-to-one. -one. We've got time left A movie, for by the way, that Slim ripped on last week where he said, yeah, I've still never finished that movie. I started it 30 years ago, and it's not done. It's a long movie. I, it is. It's a long movie. It is good, right? It is good. Oh, yeah. Come on, Kev. I was joking. Uh, Forrest, okay. Gump is, Forrest Gump is really good. It, it's not my favorite movie by any stretch no, of the imagination. But, yeah. But everyone who likes movies needs to see it at least once. It's my brother-in-law's favorite movie of all time. Oh, wow. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Robert, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first, I guess. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a Leonardo DiCaprio movie that has a high audience rating. Got between two of them. Let's try Titanic. Let's try Titanic. It's not bad. A 97% on Rotten Tomatoes because I'm going to give him credit for the, uh, let's see here. 
Oh, man. I, you know what? I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm sorry. A 69%. A 69%. There is a, Wait. There was a 25th anniversary edition that was out, and I'm realizing really? it was not actually reviewed by very many people. It's like two people. Wait. Titanic got 69. A 69%. 88 from the tomatoes, oh. but a 69%. Kevin. That, is, that blows my mind. There's a bunch of movies below it, a bunch of movies uh, above the, it. Can the first one that one popped above? into my mind was, oh, there's two, and they're both probably a little controversial whether they're liked, like The Wolf of Wall Street and Django Unchained. I'm going to go, I'll go Wolf of Wall Street. Nicely done. That's up there. That's uh, 83%. Django Unchained in the 90s. Kevin, you're going to oh, get wow. the point okay. right there. Nicely done. You're going to get the point right there. Uh, let's go from Wolf of Wall Street. Let's stick with the guy who's in Wolf of Wall Street and move on with that. Can you name me, Kevin, we're going to go with Matthew McConaughey. Robert, would you like to go first or second with Matthew McConaughey? Again, Kevin, one point away from the win. You're trying to give me the highest, the higher of the two movies on the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think, Robert? I'll let uh, Kevin go first. Hi, Kev. What do you think? Ooh, uh, that is a very good move on your part. Let's see. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the only one I can even think of right now, which is embarrassing. Okay. Uh, Fool's Gold. <laughs> Fool's Gold. Yeah, it's the only one I could think of. Fool's Gold. I think I need to scroll here a little bit. <laughs> let me think? see. Fool's Gold, a 48%. A 48% for the movie. Fool's Gold. Proudly in the 48%. Absolutely. Robert, what do you think? Let's try Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused, a 90%. Robert has tied wow. it up nicely he knows done. How to play the game. It is all going to boil <laughs> down. He does know how to play the game. He does know how to play the game. It's all going to boil down to this one right here. And we are going to go to. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Robert, would you like to go first or second for Reese Witherspoon? I'll go first, I guess. All right, what do you think? Uh, let's try Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. A 72%. Very nice. There's a lot of movies below this on the list. There's a couple above it, a lot below it. Legally Blonde, Kevin. Can you knock off Robert with a legally with, by beating Legally Blonde? Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. For the win is Sweet Home Alabama above which uh, okay, but Robert, don't make that sound because Legally Blonde was such a good answer and it's it really such was. a good movie at seventy two percent. Unfortunately for Robert, Kevin, you are gonna get the win today as Sweet Home Alabama was in seventy eight percent, just a little bit above it. Kevin's gonna get oh, the win man. today, Robert. I apologize. Oh, it was a good play. It was fun. Hey, uh, Robert, hey. thank you for calling. We're going to hey, call back right now. Caller 7 is going to win Chris Stapleton tickets. Oh, dang it. Kevin, he was right there. He was. Sweet he Home, played very well. Sweet Home Alabama is actually really good. It's a fun movie. So is Legally Blonde. So is Fool's Gold. Gold. Fool's, Fool's Gold. Gold. Do you know two of the people that were in that movie that were like the <laughs> they were like the bad guys? They worked for the bad guy. Do you remember who they were? So I'm going to tell you, the only people from Fool's Gold I can name are Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. And that is it. And I can name nobody else from Matthew that movie. Matthew McConaughey has his shirt off a lot in that movie. And the whole thing. Which I think is why it was popular. It, Kate Hudson is in a bikini the, and Matthew McConaughey is shirtless yes, the entire movie. It's pretty fun. The two have, bad guys. I have no idea who the bad guys are in that even. Kevin Hart. What? Like, I mean... A baby Kevin Hart. He had to just be started. What? It was 2008. He plays Big Bunny. 
One of the one of the bad guys. Okay. He's like the buffoon, him and Malcolm Jamal Warner. Donald Sutherland is in that movie, isn't yes, he? Yes, he is. Wait, who is the other one? Malcolm Jamal who? Malcolm Jamal Warner. Theo I- from The Cosby Show. Theo and Kevin Hart. It's what made me love Kevin. it so much. They're like the guys who are work for the bad guy, but they keep screwing everything up. I can't even remember them in the movie. It's been so long, That's which so means funny. I need to rewatch Fool's yes. Gold. A baby Kevin Hart playing lo- Big Bunny. Yeah, Big Bunny. All right, that's of all things. It. And then Theo Huxtable's in that movie. Yes. And I don't I don't even I have no recollection of that yeah, whatsoever. I just remember those two always stood out to me cuz I thought they were funny in that role. All right, fool's gold. Well, Kevin, congratulations on your win today in the Ron Tomato game. Caller 7 right now is going to win Chris Stapleton tickets. Jay, Kevin and Slim in the morning. The big 999 Coyote Country. The Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. So let's find out from the from the youth in the studio now. Kevin, read some of the items and see if Dalton okay. has Google searched how to cook this. Kevin James. Have you ever Googled how to make pancakes? No. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, is that, wow. your oh, your is that the first time you talk today? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show Country Music Check-In. Oh, now this is a song that we use for... And I don't care. I don't care, but I just don't care. So there we go. We found it. This uh, this is uh, behind the curtain. Okay, Kevin, Country Music Check-In for you. I've got two things that I want to talk to you about. Number one, Carly Pierce. Yes, sir. You know I find myself cheering for her. You do. You've been a little hard on her over the years. There's no doubt about that, about her breakup songs, and you thought she was a little... Well, it started with her very first song. Oh, my land. You said it was the slowest song that it felt like time was moving backwards. Yes, it was. And that then song after is... How's that song go again? Every little thing I remember. you every little thing Oh. But then she Anyways, got really it's bitter. Very she had the divorce yes, with Michael, Michael Ray. Ray, and then it just became bitter radio. And I just, I, and you didn't like all that. I don't uh, love a lot of bitter in a row. I don't mind you to sprinkle in a bitter song here yeah, or I there. Think, it's life, but you gotta give me something. I think real is important, and I do like it when they sing real songs about their real life. I enjoy that. But I could see how you got tired of some of her. You know, it just felt like it was the same thing. Well, because she kept saying. Real, I was having a hard time figuring out her real life. Right. She kept saying out loud in interviews, everything, she's happy and she's great. She'd do interviews right. with us. She's funny, laughing. And then but, you'd listen to her songs and you're like, where's the fake one? One of these two is fake. Well, and I think what had happened, you know, you'd record the songs so long before they come out on the radio. So, like, I think when she recorded them, she was feeling all that. And then when she was doing interviews, you know, it's been a while, but the songs aren't all out on the radio The yet. one that got her, though, was Never Wanted to Be That Girl and What He Didn't Do, because those were all late. Yeah. And that was when I was like, oh, Carly. Oh, well, she's announced a new song, Kevin. And it is? So I'm cheering. Let's you, stink and go. Do you have any idea what it is? It features our favorite, our favorite butt in the world. Chris Stapleton? It does. It features Chris Stapleton. It is going to be Carly Pierce with Chris Stapleton. It was released next Friday, and it's called We Don't Fight Anymore. Okay. Kevin, is this going to be I mean, a positive song 
Or is it going to be a negative song? I think well, it might skew positive. It's got a chance to to be positive in the fact that we don't fight anymore means, you know, we don't fight anymore. We, we got past that. But I also feel like it could be a little twist of we don't fight for us anymore. Like, we don't fight anymore. Oh. We don't. We care so little about each other. We don't even fight anymore. Let's see here what she says. That's my songwriter take on it. I love that, Kev. Here is the post from Carly Pierce. This song embodies a place that I think, if we are honest with ourselves, we've all felt at some point in a relationship. The distance that feels heartbreaking, yep. yet you're also indifferent. I've always been a writer who never wanted to shy away from the uncomfortable moments in all our lives, and this song feels too important not to share. Chris Stapleton, you made my dreams come true by lending your incredible talents to this song. We Don't Fight Anymore, available everywhere June 16th. Link to it in our bio, which is pretty sad. So, yeah, okay, it's going to be about they're in the relationship, but they don't fight anymore because they're just over the relationship. Carly? Yeah. But I some on, I don't girl. I don't mind it one, because man. I think it is give me one so relatable to everybody. We we've all been in a real like she said we've all been in that relationship where at some point you just get you're indifferent you're just like I don't I can't even fight for it right. anymore. We this would have been the thing that this conversation that we're having would have been a knockdown drag out fight three years ago, and right. now nothing. Yeah. yeah, you don't really move the needle. I uh, I will say this for Carly Pierce. I do love some songs that have a lot. I, I like more often than not a song that has a lot of meaning to it. I do like that yes. a lot. I like that. But every now and then, when it's eighty-five degrees outside, oh, I need yeah, songs like tough. I need songs like this one. I don't know if you've heard this yet. Have you heard the new Jake? The big ninety-nine nine country. Have you heard the new Jake Owen song? I don't think it's, so. It's shout out to Willie Nelson's song. No. All right, this is new Jake Owen music. This is the opposite of a Carly Pierce song. Oh, you did play a snippet yeah. of this for me on like Instagram when it first came out, right? And I, I think both are good in the world. I think we need some Carly Pierce songs that let make you feel. This is fun. But then you need songs like this. So let me know what you think. 509-441-0999. Yes, sir. Should I play this song on the cruise July 19th? The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. A 127 dogs attending the film 101 Donations. <laughs> Kevin James. Did you say donations or Dalmatians? D- did I say donations? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Kevin, this is it, man. I, I didn't realize what time it was. It is time to wrap the show up. It is time for our final thoughts here. And I apologize for not being totally prepared for them. Yeah. Here. That's, that's I apologize my as well. I'm in a panic mode as I looked down at my phone and somehow it was uploading a video from my phone to TikTok that I do not want on TikTok. I'm trying to figure out how to delete it. Right well, now. and I'm currently dealing with. I'm sorry. So I'm, I just I looked down at my phone. No, I see a video on my phone, and it says loading. And I'm like, where's it loading to? I had my phone in my pocket as I went to go to the bathroom, and then didn't get to go to the bathroom because it was full. And I was chatting with Steve Hawk, and I must have been just n- nervously fidgeting with my phone as I often do, and it wasn't on lock screen. And apparently, me doing that uploaded a video of something that didn't need to be on TikTok. I am problem solved. I am currently in a in a text thread where I received a question and it said, "Sean, which one?" and it was a video, a TikTok video, and I believe my buddy Casey sent the wrong TikTok. 
Oh, no. And so he sent a TikTok that I just watched that was about 40 minutes long about some Jim Caviezel movie. Okay. And I had no idea what it was. And then he, I said, I have no idea what that is, Casey. And he's, then he asked me a question. And yeah, I, now I, I am so confused. So I am confused. You are confused. And it's all because of TikTok. TikTok's confusing. It's all because of TikTok. Final. We can pull it together for this, though, can't we? Slim, we're trying to do completion today. We're not going to get through this whole list, but I have a couple more. I might even share a few tomorrow because there's some good ones on here about modern life mishaps. Yes. Have you ever prepped a meal for work but then forgot to take it in? That's maybe of all of them you've read so far, and you had done three or four of them earlier. Yeah. That one hurts the most on a personal level. Oh. That sending a text is still, I think, the worst one just embarrassment-wise yeah. and what it could lead to. But that making a lunch or having a le- having leftovers and leaving, especially when you realize it early and you're yeah. like, oh. I had my oh. lunch. I had it. And then you have to, if you realize it at lunch, you're just mad at lunch and the rest of the day. If you realize it at the beginning of the day, you waste the first half of your day trying to deal with it. Right. Is there any way to get that lunch here? Yep. Or then, and then if you can't, what am I going to do instead? I don't. Uber, uh, Uber leftovers. Uber leftovers. Hey, my garage code is this. Just yes. head in. Go in. You get it. Bring it to me. It's the Tupperware with the green lid on Brilliant. the right side of the refrigerator. Yep. You grab yourself a Pepsi or a Coke, and you can take that on the way out. Give yeah. me another one. I like. I love these. Uber leftovers is a great idea. I got two more for you, Slim. Okay. Uh, trying to unlock your car before realizing it's someone else's vehicle. <laughs> That's hilarious. When I, I know that I've done that, but oh. I can see that happening. So I've done it with when I had the Rogue oh. that was the silver Rogue. There, there was a billion of them. And one time parked at the casino, I was parked. A car right in front of me was the exact same as mine. And, you know, big parking lot. I can't yeah. remember where I was. I walked right to it and it wouldn't open. And I look at the license plate, and it's BDM, and it's 6-3, and I'm like, that's the same, that's me. Why is it not opening? And then I look, and I realize, oh, right there behind it is my car. Our license plate, were one number off. Mine what was in the like world? a 6 Six three eight six and there's a six three eight five. I still have a picture of it on my phone because I was in disbelief. BDM six three eight nine. We are look. We're watching you. Yes, look out. Uh, one more for you. Then we are done with this game for the day. Have you ever accidentally sat on the TV remote control and missed a key moment of live TV? I, I don't want to. Kevin, that is my the TV remote control. It's the worst. My, my number, I've got three culprits in the house. Occasionally, I will do the oh, thing where, you, you, where you lean on it. Yeah. So I would be number three, you where you lean up. on it and you, you yeah. change the channel or you hit the power button. But number two on this list right now, my son Huck will grab a remote control and he knows the top button to turn it off. Yeah. And if I'm not paying attention, there's been a lot of <laughs> NBA games going on. And he hit one the other night in... Not it would have been about a week ago. Game was coming down to the wire, and with a minute to go, he turned the TV off. You like and ran, and I was like, "Dude, don't run! I'm a because I'm gonna run after you." And, and he trick thinks it's you to funny, right? Yeah. Oh, he thinks it's hilarious. But my doggone dog. Dog's got to be the worst. 
They, they don't know. But they, they don't know, but they also it's like they know. they feel like they know. <laughs> they, because You're I don't. Like, come like, on, Jovi. The whole couch is available for them to move around on. Yeah. They hit the remote control every You're single like, time. They know. They don't know, but they absolutely know. <laughs> And the amount of times she's changed the channel or changed the input or started Netflix yes. or whatever it may be, always during a crucial moment of live television, that is so frustrating. Is it always like, oh, why are we watching Homeward Bound again? <laughs> yes, that's what it is. She's a big sassy dog. The big-